Yesterday I went through to Glasgow to meet with Richard and Colin of Yatter Social. Yatter is a new social media scheduling app and the guys have just started a crowdfunding campaign. And they give really great insight into social media and the state of social media in Scotland. Before we get going, a quick word of warning. We recorded the podcast in a Glasgow cafe, so there are some background cafe sounds. They're not too distracting and you can hear our voices very clearly, but just in case you're wondering, that's what they are. So here, without any further ado, is my chat with Richard and Colin from Yatter. We're here with Richard and Colin from Yatter Social. Hi, Jack. Um, so quickly, can you guys introduce yourselves and a wee bit about your background as well? Sure. My name's Richard Norman. I'm the CEO of Yatter. I'm a software architect. And I'm Colin Adam. I'm the marketing director of Yatter. And yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Just about. So can you um, obviously... Hopefully a lot of people out there have heard of Yatter. If they've not, can you quickly explain what Yatter is and why it's different from similar products that are out there at the moment? So Yatter is a social media scheduling platform mm-hmm. uh, that's very similar to Hootsuite or Buffer. Um, we let you post content in the future, but the unique feature of Yatter is that we allow you to have a preview of other people's scheduled content so you can see what other people are doing even though it hasn't happened yet. And by being able to give you this preview, what we allow you to do is schedule interaction. You can choose whether to schedule a retweet, a like, or a comment in the future on something that hasn't happened yet. Yep. So, you've got tech background, mm-hmm. you've got a marketing background. Yes. It seems quite self-explanatory of how those two came together to yeah. form Yatter. But can you explain kind of like how you guys came to form a social media um, scheduling tool? Yeah, so we were, uh, originally I was very interested in WordPress and long-form content, mm-hmm. and we designed a system um, in order to support that, but the, the WordPress side of it was quite complicated, and we realised actually it was better to concentrate on the social media, so we ended up with a social media scheduler. And um, I was working for a tech company in a business incubator, and Richard was a mentor there, and that's how we met, and he told me about his project, and I thought, okay, this is better than what I'm doing just now, so <laughs> bye. Fair enough. How good? And so you're working on a social media scheduler and you need to get users on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's obviously getting customers is challenge number yeah, one it is. for any small business, any mm-hmm. business, any tech company. What is that process like? How did you guys deal with that? And how did you get started basically? How did you get your first users on board? Well, we just we hit the, the local community here. So mm-hmm. actually it was relatively easy to get uh, groups of test users here just mm-hmm. from the local networking and business community who seemed happy to use the product for free. Yep. Um, online's a different story. So as soon as you go online, the levels and the standards rise quite significantly, especially in the international market. That it's fair enough using your social media to hit local people that you know, but as soon as you start trying to use Google or any of the platforms to reach internationally, it's a much more difficult business. Um, so that's really the area we're interested in, is trying to be able to draw traffic through a variety of different online channels. Mm-hmm. I would say the most powerful channel that's currently online is affiliate marketing. Yep. So basically being able to go out there and um, tie your product in with other people who have already drawing traffic for whatever reason. Yep. Um, and then it's usually engaged in a cost per sale or a cost per action deal, mm-hmm. whereby you're actually paying your affiliate on success rather than on a per click basis. So yeah. there's the, the risk is spread between you and them mm-hmm. um, and they're not getting paid if they don't actually deliver. Yep. Yep. So you guys are looking to get users on. Who are, what is your target group? And well, who's currently your users? Are, are and then yep. going forward, who do you hope to be 
Okay, so yeah, predominantly right now, our users are small and medium-sized businesses, and we also have quite a good charity base on the platform uh, because we offer Yara for free for charities, communities, good causes. So the small business user is an ideal user for Yatter because they're quite often involved in collaborating directly with other small businesses and this just cuts out any sort of emails or phone calls that they would have to do, they can collaborate directly on Yatter. Bigger businesses, um, it's not so relevant to them uh, actually, so we're really focused on growing the, the small and medium sized. Enterprises, <laughs> yes, enterprises. enterprises. That's the word. We we lack some of the, the advanced features for a real corporate client because mm -hmm. um, they need they need different types of reporting and different types of analytics. Mm -hmm. And likewise for some of the really high end larger digital agencies that white label, we don't offer a lot of white labeling no. on the platform Not at, um, at this point. But for anybody that's small, that's engaged in digital, like yourself, yep. who's out yeah, doing yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. working for small clients, yep. um, it's an ideal platform for being able to create content because it makes it easier to create content because you don't always have to create your own content, you can borrow other people's. Yeah. yeah. So, on the platform just now, you've got a mix of different charities, small businesses, medium businesses. Mm -hmm. what, what do you find is the most common types of content and how often are Scotland's or UK's small businesses creating content on social right. media? Mm -hmm. So, their most co popular co um, content is me, right? It's all about me, it's about selling my product and it's about what I'm doing and it's about me. And that ultimately is social media. It's very difficult to get away with that. Um, we say this to everybody that actually variation in social media is the key. That if you're simply on message and continually talking about exactly the same thing, it just turns people off. Likewise, also the layout and the way that you're laying your content out matters as well. So it's not just about the actual text, it's about how you structure that content um, in a way that you know, there's no point doing image post after image post after image post. It just starts to look really, really consistent. You really need to break it up. And so that's really what Yatta is all about. It's about being able to include other people's content in your feed to create that variation that people just find interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, Colin, yourself from a marketing background. Yep. I'm kind of don't want to make it too much social media, okay. too social media heavy. Um, but obviously, with you guys' product, that yeah. is essentially the core. Um, <laughs> the core <laughs> that's what we do. Um, yeah, it's social media. Um, Obviously, I own a social media business, so I have my yeah. own ideas of what works on social media for small yeah. businesses. But in yourself, you've got a good background, so what do you find is working really well on social media right okay. now? Okay, I think people, um, the platforms are definitely prioritizing content that stays on the platform. So if you're linking out to your website, which is obviously where your sales funnel wants to go, they are going to give you less reach on posts like that. So it's definitely important to focus your messages and keep them on the platforms and then have a sales sort of have a close, have a link to your website. Um, every few posts, but not every post, or you're just not going to be seen at all. So it's prioritizing content that will be seen. And native video is really big on LinkedIn at the moment and on Facebook, and to an extent on Twitter, even though Twitter has quite um, extreme uh, limits on yeah. the video. But um, definitely native video content is the, the sort of most popular content at the moment. Yeah. What are you guys doing in terms of Yatter's own social media? What are you guys doing? What's working? And how are you using social to bring people onto the platform? Well, for, for us, it's very much tailored towards our crowdfund at the moment. Yep. Yes. Um, so we are using LinkedIn primarily and Twitter to go and, and engage with investors. Mm -hmm. So our, our, our social media at the moment is a little bit unusual and perhaps a yep. little bit quieter than normal mm -hmm. because we're not necessarily trying to 
to scream our product at this point because we want to we want to we have a different message for investors than mm, what we do necessarily for the for the customers. Um, and, and so it's it's a little bit unusual at the moment. But LinkedIn we're, we're certainly using heavily, uh, and Twitter's but we're our platform's very powerful on Twitter. Yeah. So uh, these are the two main channels for us. Definitely. Very good. So you mentioned there you're doing crowdfunding. Um, so before we go on to talk about your crowdfunding campaign, seriously, mm-hmm. um, can you talk a bit about growth of businesses. I find a lot of people have this plan of starting a platform, building a platform, mm-hmm. without much kind of awareness of the scale that you need to reach to make that really profitable um, mm-hmm. in the longer term. Yeah. Um, obviously, you guys are really experienced in terms of building platforms, working with tech, working yep. in the marketing side of it. Mm-hmm. So for someone that's looking at starting a new platform or a new kind of piece of software, yep. what's your kind of, not strategy, but what's your, what would you recommend, what would be your <laughs> advice for someone I, I, that's I'm, looking I'll be honest, it's incredibly difficult yes. because there is no right way, and I'm not even convinced that we've done it the right way. I think there's, there's significant mistakes that we've made during that process because it is so difficult. Even though we've got lots of experience in the industry, even though we know how it all works, mm-hmm. actually it's really difficult to get it right. And so finding decent test users, finding the right functionality for your users, that people yep. forget that actually, yes, we've built a product, and now that the users have started to use it, do you know what? It's not going to do what they want. Yeah, <laughs> it just yeah, never yeah. does. And so you're going to go through this process of hardening. You're going to go through this process of taking user feedback, refining your product down until it actually is something that people are prepared to buy. And people forget about that. It's, and it's a long, painful, detailed process <laughs> that's taken us, what, six months at least to really get that ironed out. And it's only now that we think that we actually people really can use our platform in anger. Um, you know, if you go back six, nine months, I mean, it was ready, it was finished, it was ready to launch, but it wasn't quite there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a never-ending process, and certainly in tech and in development, it just never ends. You're always improving things, you're always taking things, up, you know, upgrading yeah. bits of the platform or adding new features. And if you don't do that, you're dead, pretty much. So that's the way it works. I definitely think from a marketing perspective at this moment in time, it's it's quite important to have a viral aspect to your product. So right now, one of the most popular apps on all the app stores is the Google Arts and Cultures app, which is an absolutely, it's a great resource, but it's like Wikipedia for arts, right? It's not going to be, you know, the most popular thing in the world. But they went and developed a tool that you could compare your selfie to like a yeah, classical piece yeah, of art, right? Yeah. And that made it go viral. And then people have this great resource in their pocket that's got nothing to do with like a selfie. Yeah. So I think it's to have that one hook that will get people consistently coming back to your app and then having the additional services on top of that. Yeah. So if you ask her what do you think the viral is it the collaboration? Uh, I think it's being like, able to bring supporters onto the platform, being able to uh, identify people who are going to support your cause or your message and bring them on. And if you have an uh, interesting enough message, yeah. then they'll come back to Yatter. Yeah. If you don't, then they won't. <laughs> and yeah. that, is a, that is, you know, it's a coin, co- it's a coin toss for us, you know. Yeah. yeah, sure. So you guys are, the product's ready and you're looking to grow and really be at scale to um, have a product that is kind of nationally and then globally successful. Yes, I do. Lots of small businesses and other products, tech products, are looking to do similar. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that is for tech products yep. the, the goal, mm-hmm. um, and that is the path to profitability. Mm-hmm. Um, so in Scotland, obviously, we've seen um, BrewDog have really successful yep. crowdfunding campaigns, mm-hmm. um, and you guys have obviously also gone down the crowdfunding campaign route. Mm-hmm. Um, so, can you kind of share your, your insights, what you found, difficulties, um, and how is it going? I think in the context of BrewDog, um, it's alcohol. 
people buy alcohol. There's no complexity to the product. There, there might be some you know, uniqueness to it, there might be some strength level or flavour, but there's no complexity there. With Yatter, we have quite a complex message which we found quite difficult to communicate to a wider market. The other thing with having like ownership of you know your favourite alcohol company is that you know people have a weekly or monthly alcohol budget, right? They feel like they're getting some sort of something back from their expenditure. Not too many people have like a dedicated social media marketing budget, and they should do. But um, it's obvious that Brewdog have a great brand and a great product, but we're just not competing at the same level as them because they are just so consumer focused. So how has your crowdfunding campaign gone? How is mm-hmm. it going? Um, I think you're 10 days in? Yes, yeah, 10 days so in. 10 days, so when this goes out, probably 12 days-ish. <laughs> so um, where are you just now? And kind of what are you hoping to raise? Uh, slow start, decent middle, gone slow again. And again, a lot of it depends on what's going on in the platform, what mm-hmm. they're doing. They're going through a transition period at the moment where a lot of the startups are coming off mm-hmm. and, are, and the new ones are coming on. So they're not really pushing a lot. Um, and we're expected to kind of round up our local group. Uh, it's, it's a complicated animal and it's difficult, it's really just nigh on impossible to see whether it's going, going well or whether it isn't. Yeah, we don't understand it, right? We can't <laughs> identify a trend, we can't yeah. say well there's most, more investment on a Monday or a Sunday or something like that. So we've been sitting here and we've had just random like large amounts of investment and been like over the moon, but then there's been times where it's stagnated and we're like, why is it stagnating? So we can offer any insight into yeah. <laughs> uh, these crowdfunding platforms. Just in a position to understand what the hell's going on here. Yeah, and the traffic. Ten days in, we just don't know. Yeah. yeah. So would you say it's, obviously the, the benefits are huge, potentially, mm-hmm. um, but for a, a new product like yourself, yeah. it's obviously a very testing route to go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is it worth it? <laughs> is it worth it? No. no. <laughs> in a word. It's not finished yet, but we'll see. No, it's yeah. not. And obviously I think we were talking a wee bit beforehand about how it is essentially a marketing exercise. Yes, totally. And I think, I don't know what your yeah. experiences of yeah. that. Yeah, the thing we worked out, if we'd actually just got jobs, we'd end up with the money quicker. Because <laughs> <laughs> the amount of work we put into it actually yeah. really has probably not been worth doing. There's an there's a enormous amount of deliverables that are involved. You yeah. have to uh, obviously do landing pages on your website, you have to prepare email marketing campaigns, you have to prepare social media campaigns. Uh, for Cedars specifically, you have to prepare a video that's like for Cedars. It's not like something you can reuse on another platform. Yeah. And uh, obviously there's the pages themselves on Cedars which go through probably about two months of due diligence. So it has been a gigantic project, both in terms of marketing and uh, diligence. And uh, we really didn't know what we were taking on when we took it on. Um, I'm glad I've done it. It's been good experience for me, yeah. um, but I can't look in hindsight and say that, that <laughs> we knew that what we were going this, to do. This was, was a smart move, and in actual fact, we have worked out that if the people that are involved in this actually went and went back on contract or earned money by their at their normal rates, actually we probably have earned the amount of money we're getting on crowdfund, considering the amount of effort that we put into it. Yeah. Right. So, all around just a, t- a tough experience, but worth it for definitely to if we get the money. Yeah. To get the money mm-hmm. and it is. Obviously, 20, 30 years ago, that wouldn't have been an option. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's an, so that's it's, a big, I think that's a big It's a complete it. innovation, and yeah. I, I'm glad it exists. It means that people with disposable income can actually invest in companies. It's, you know, it's much harder to invest in a traditional company than it is to invest in a startup. And if you want to support your friends and family who have these um, entrepreneurial ideas, um, then go for it. Like, absolutely, get signed up to these platforms, and you'll be able to get a tax break as well. So. I do think it is overall good for the economy and uh, good for startups. It's just much more difficult than we thought it was. 
So we've spoken about Yatter, spoken about plans for Yatter's growth. So let's kind of zoom out a wee bit <laughs> and um, talk about, firstly, about the state of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so at the moment, obviously, we've got kind of three or four main platforms. Yep. Two of which, Facebook and Instagram, are owned by the one company. Yes. Twitter is mm. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably we'll the best thing you can say about Twitter. Yeah. We'll come back to Twitter in a minute and talk about where it's going and mm-hmm. um, where it is now yeah. and political factors that may influence mm-hmm. Twitter's use, which I think is also an important thing to consider. Totally. Um, More so on Facebook, I would say. You think? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking that... We have a good like, anecdote about Facebook. We have, we have All right, lots okay. of inside knowledge about Facebook. Good stuff, yeah. And, um, and obviously LinkedIn, mm-hmm. which... Is a great business. It's a platform. very good business. Yeah. It's probably the one we're most uh, we like, happy with at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, certainly, LinkedIn is, is from a usage point of view, and, mm-hmm. and us actually using it as individuals. I think it's the one we are closest yeah. to. Yeah. Um, really simply because, it. and that's what we try to say to people is, is that tone's really important on these platforms, um, and just the tone on LinkedIn is at the right level for what I would normally look to engage yeah. with other people at anyway. Yeah. So it's easier. Um, Twitter's a lot more random. Twitter's yeah. just the wild west. Yeah. Right? yeah. It is. Yeah. It is open season, and you do not know what you're going to get on it. And there are no rules, and you can do what you want generally within reason. Yep. Uh, Facebook's a whole nother island. Facebook is a very, very commercial product yep. um, platform now. Incredibly, incredibly locked down, yeah. um, and really, you're not going to get anything free out of Facebook very easily. Mm. It just doesn't not anymore, happen, not, not any longer. Um, and Instagram's very much going the same yeah, way. Yeah, Facebook is. You can compare it to Apple in terms that they're both now closed gardens. It's sort of pay-to-play yep. environments. But Apple have created a beautiful garden. Yep. People enjoy using their products. Yep. They're having a good time. Facebook is like I don't know. It's a war zone, and they've built a wall around it. <laughs> you have to pay to get your business into, into, the, into the war zone. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a difficult. I mean, Facebook's still by far the best consumer platform. If, yeah. you, if you've oh, got the reach on Facebook, genuine and you've friends, got, genuine family, and you've got and you've got a, decent, a product to sell, and you can get it on Facebook and get it in front of enough eyeballs, it will sell. Yeah, that's just the rules on there. The difficulty is now is really in order to be able to do that without a, with, from a standing start, it requires money. Yeah. it just does, um, and there's no easy way of getting around that now. Uh, no. As far as we're aware, every single hole that exists on Facebook that we're aware of has been shut, firmly yeah. closed. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, Yatter is really about collaboration. Mm-hmm. I talk a lot about collaboration with other small businesses yep. for kind of micro to small businesses mm-hmm. in my content. Um, the best results we've had since the start of the year, organically, mm-hmm. have all been through collaborating with other businesses. Um, so can you talk about the kind of importance of collaboration for a small business um, online? Because yep. um, obviously offline, you'd like to think that every business is kind of working in the community and, and doing stuff for other small businesses, which I don't know. Totally, I think you've got it completely right, Jack, that small businesses by nature collaborate. Yeah. They can't exist without collaboration. They have suppliers, they have customers, they participate in communities, and they don't really do that online. So Yatter is a way for small businesses to actually participate in an online community, whether that's a local community, whether that's around a cause, whether that's around a subject, and uh, we've seen really nice results there. And one audience, uh, businesses, you know, they try and focus on building their audience, right? And they have a single sole audience and they're building that. Well, two audiences are better than one audience, right? And by collaborating, you're just going to get um, more involvement uh, with other um, people, <laughs> with other audiences. Yeah. So one of the tricks that we, with Yatter, you can comment on somebody's Facebook post as a business. You think, why would a business comment on, on another business's Facebook post? Well, it's 
to put your business in front of their audience. If somebody's got a bigger audience than you, here's a trick to get in front of that audience. Might be effective, might not be, but at least you're putting yourself out there. So yeah, I mean, for me, I can give you the technical explanation if you want the technical explanation. So it's all about triangulation. So the way that a social network works is it triangulates based on its, its lists. So for instance, if, if Colin does a post on LinkedIn mm -hmm. and I leave a comment on that post, it will look down at a list of all of Colin's connections. It looks down a list of all of my connections. Handily enough, Jack, I'm sure you're connected yes. to both of us on LinkedIn. And so therefore, you're going to get notified in some way because yep. of that, because it does that triangulation exercise. Mm -hmm. Now, when two businesses, small businesses work together, well, they're going to have some form of overlap. There's going to be a number of people, a number of customers, a number of clients, especially within a similar sector, a similar industry, that are all going to overlap. And all of these people are going to get hit. And in actual fact, these are the people you want to hit on social media because they've obviously got a shared interest in both of these yeah. things. They're going to be your primary targets. And so that's really at a technical level what the social network or how it's working it out and mm -hmm. how you're seeing that benefit. That's what you want is interaction between related parties. That's yep. how a social network works. Relevancy. Yep. Relevancy. Yep. Thank you very much for that explanation, Richard. That has... There's the technical explanation to what I've been saying. I build these things for a living, I know how oh, they work. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Just about. So, that's the overall. Yep. You've had enough of social media. No, no, social no, media. I'm just going to go deeper. That oh, was deep, but let's go even deeper. Oh, I can go okay. all the way if you want. Yeah. Don't get me started. Um, so, let's take it more into kind of what people are doing here in Scotland. Mm -hmm. um, this is the Scottish Small Business Owners Podcast. Yeah. So, what are. Scottish small businesses doing right on social media and where is the rest of the world or where are other countries so leading? We've got a massive advantage, yep. right? We've got this ginormous massive advantage in that we speak English as a first language. And the moment you speak English as a first language and have full contextual understanding of what everything in America is being said, you've got a massive advantage because most French people, most German people, most Japanese people don't have that. Right, and so when it comes to social media, this country should be at the absolute forefront of digital marketing because of the advantage that we have. And that advantage spreads not just through digital, but it spreads through technology as well. If we are not performing and competing and beating people in Europe, we are doing something very, very, very wrong. Yep. Right? And so this is what we see is really that we've got this massive advantage and that we should be utilizing it more. What we see in lacking in, in Scotland is really knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's just knowledge. Nobody knows how anything works. And so in digital, in the digital sphere, there's very much two groups that we see. So on the one hand, I would call the marketing group. And then on the other hand, I would call it the technical group. And so on the one hand, the marketing group tries to approach social media and digital from the point of view of brand and message and visual and art. Right, they're going to come up with some really nice looking content, they're going to come up with a good message, they're going to come up with really nice things that maybe you might actually want to look at, but nobody does. Right? On the other hand, you've then got the technical guys. Now the technical guys, on the whole, reasonably, tend to write poorer quality content. It doesn't quite look as nice as what their creative guys can do, but they've got all the tricks of the trade. They know how to boost things, they've got numbers, they've got um, techniques and software and analysis and all the things that allow you to go out there and actually push your content. Now, the secret to digital marketing, in our opinion, is bringing these two things together. Yep. As soon as you bring these two Absolutely. worlds together, as soon as the really nice content is getting shoved, things happen. Yeah. Right? And in and, and Scotland, the biggest problem is, is that these two communities do not work together at all. Mm -hmm. We see absolute hostility between both both parties and that the people who are the artists and creatives 
live in their nice fancy offices and never go down into the gutter to deal with the, the denizens of the internet. And the denizens of the internet tend to look on these guys as just being totally useless because they don't do any of the things right that gets you traffic. And so be making those two, those two communities work together is something we've tried to do yeah. and failed miserably. Mm -hmm. um, they just do not seem to want to talk to each other. And in America, in Silicon Valley particularly, there's just yeah. such a better crossover. <coughs> generally in speaking in, in, in the state, and certainly in stateside, there's just less barriers, there's less class system, there's less formal etiquette, there's less things, there's less everything. Mm -hmm. And so the people we deal with in stateside just want to speak to us, they don't know who we are, um, come and deal with us. Yeah. Whereas here in Britain, it's very much, oh well, you're not part of my community, therefore I'm not allowed to talk to you. Have you been through the process? Who is your lawyer? Yes. <laughs> How, who do you know? <laughs> and so if you're not part of those communities, you're not going to get in. And again, all these communities are the same. The technical community, the digital community, all exactly the same. It's, I wouldn't necessarily say it's very open here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know if that is the class system or yeah. not, but it's, it's certainly a barrier. Yeah. And then, obviously, we spoke about BrewDog a wee bit. Yeah. And touched on it sort of there. But what is it that... Not every business is has a product or service that people care about yeah. and really, really care about. Mm -hmm. um, a great example, obviously, some of the best content I've found mm -hmm. is um, working with one of my clients is the minute you post about football, yeah. people start caring. <laughs> and uh, you, your reach is huge, Kittens. engagement is yeah. big, dogs, yeah. stuff yeah. like that, dogs. anything like that. But not every business has that. No. Um, so what do you... What, if you believe and you think that you are a business that doesn't have that and yeah. doesn't have that immediate I really care, I really love that product mm -hmm. or service or idea, what what can you do to kind of build that and make people care? Well get somebody to shout about you. Yep. So generally speaking, um, this is where the affiliate marketing comes in. Definitely. It's really find people that have that are posting the cat photos, that are posting the, the football stuff or whatever the, the necessary tone or the, the necessary level is for your business and it is important to state that yep. that there are very much levels here uh -huh. and if you're in the wrong level it's very bad but if you get the right level and you find somebody that's capable of drawing that traffic just pay them to get the traffic right there's this idea somehow that your website needs to do everything that it's going to draw traffic it's going to convert users it's going to keep users entertained mm -hmm. it's going to do it's going to do all these wonderful things well i hate to break it to you there's not a website on the planet that can do all of that so People set their websites up and set their marketing strategies up in certain ways and it's usually in the modern world done with islands as opposed to one giant big thing in the middle. Mm -hmm. People working together, creating relationships, creating interaction and giving the platform something to work with. Uh, thank you guys very much for taking time. Yeah. Um, you guys have a unique partnership in that we have both technical mm -hmm. and marketing. Yep. Um, so kind of, how do you think, how do you guys, obviously there a question before, about how the two worlds don't meet, and you guys kind of seem to be, I mean, you're not technically, are you I'm creative, not technical. Say, wait, I'm well, a creative, yeah. Creative, yeah. So you guys are case in point of the two, the technical yeah. and the creative world. How do we make it work? Oh, how, how do we make it work? work? Violence, usually just yeah. violence is the answer, really. I'm bigger than he is. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, yeah, it, we just get on with doing this. I mean, it, the difficulty is, is that both sides don't see it. That, that, mm -hmm. that the, the people who understand the technical side of marketing don't really perhaps have as good an appreciation for the visual that they should do. They're not visual people, so they don't perhaps appreciate it. And likewise, the people that, that are obsessed with visual don't see the technical side, they don't understand why it's important. Mm -hmm. um, and both sides cannot do 
either. I mean, I, I, we're absolutely convinced no. that there's there's things that I can do that Colin would never in a billion years be able to do, mm-hmm. and vice versa. You know, I'm not going to look at. I'm actually colour blind. I'm actually double colour blind. I actually I cannot tell the difference between green and brown and blue and purple, which is the really weird one. Oh. Um, so actually asking me what colour it is, they just don't bother any longer. They just they just choose, <laughs> and, and perhaps that's one of the reasons why that we work together so well is yeah. the fact that I I just have absolutely no skills on the other side. Mm-hmm. And if you are a creative looking for a technical person or a technical person looking for a creative where should you find them online networking obviously Scotland has lots of well quite a few opportunities for networking yeah no 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 no, 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 there is not not to reach the actual communities themselves I mean we we know of one decent digital event in in Scotland and we know of one decent technical event in Scotland and that's it yeah Um, and those are the two events I'd recommend to go to get people at um, but yeah, the, the 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 communities don't come out to play. Both those communities never come out to play. You'll never meet them at normal de- digital events, or not normal networking events ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the techies like to ha- hang around in cupboards. The digital guys are too busy online. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's it. Cool. Yeah, I just think curiosity is the biggest factor. Yeah. If you are in your industry, if you are a tech or if you are creative, and you are not curious about the other side, then there's no point in participating. You have to have, you have to know what you don't know, okay. and. <laughs> Try and account for that. Yeah, yeah, and realize. I mean, you realize as soon as you see your site actually scoring well on Google and traffic coming in, and you're like, is that because it looks good? Because it never did that before, yeah. right? And and again, vice versa. There's creative guys that are having the same experience when they engage with technical because suddenly the numbers are coming on to stuff that never happened before, and suddenly it means something. And that that's the key to it is, is understanding that people just have to work together. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. So. Hopefully we've got a few small business owners listening. Hopefully. Where can they find Yatter? Mm-hmm. And where, if they like Yatter, can they um, buy some money to make in your extra account? So we are currently, if you want to sign up for Yatter and give it a try, it's at yatter.social. Yep. Um, and our crowdfund is currently active on Cedars. That's S-E-E-D-R-S forward slash Yatter. Cedars.com. Um, and we're currently there. And you can buy shares in Yatter if you wish. Yep. That'd be great. Nice. Before we go. Um, try and do this with everyone so can you recommend and call someone out who you think would be good to chat to on the Scottish Small Business Owners Podcast I would talk to Benedetto Bordoni he is the founder of The Loft he is a creative and he brings a lot of creativity to corporate products I think that as we're talking about that sort of crossover between creativity and technical there's also that crossover between creativity and products that might be otherwise considered boring. Very nice. I'd strongly strongly advise you go and speak to Ben. Ben's a fountain of fantastic knowledge. Yep. Good stuff. Guys, thanks very much. Pleasure. Chat. It's been a pleasure. Um, and for your time. <laughs> and all the best. <laughs> all the best with the rest of your crowdfunding and with Yatter for the future. Cheers. Super. Brilliant. Thanks very much. When I was developing the podcast concept, I didn't really want to have tech companies on and I wanted it to be focused on kind of Scotland's wider small business network. If you're a small business owner or you work in marketing, I hope you found my conversation with Richard and Colin valuable and got some good insight into social media and the technical explanations of why things work the way they do. Thank you again to Richard and Colin for sitting down with me in Glasgow and thank you again to you for listening. We'll have another great podcast in a couple of weeks.